0: Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert.
1: And my name is Ruthie.
0: Alright, before I continue, I just want to tell people that we are now officially on Spotify. So we solved that problem. Apparently it was as simple as me just sending them the RSS feed and then Spotify getting back to me and go, You're approved, and then we're set. That was pretty much it. So yeah, we are now officially on Spotify. So if you want to move away from whatever app you're listening this from and you want to listen to Spotify, feel free. The only thing I've noticed is that Spotify doesn't really show the show notes properly. So that's that's kinda sad. But uh, you can always click on the website and then you can check the show notes there. But yeah. So yeah, we are now officially on Spotify. The link is on the show notes or just you know, just do a search on Spotify for the stuff in chunk show. The end Yay. is the end is ampersand. I, I don't know if it makes a difference if it's spelled out A and D or Ampersand. <laughs> officially it's an ampersand. So so I don't know. I don't know if that makes a difference. You guys, I haven't checked it. I should have checked it. But anyway We shall check it. So, uh, this morning, as of this recording, uh, I guess I could potentially have been in a car accident. It was—it was like, it what? Was, it was like a, for like a really stupid reason too. Um, it's cold out here in California, at least cold for California standards. But What's cold? It was like it was like forty something degrees.
1: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> she says seriously It's like spring for us <laughs> that's like
0: spring for you in your career okay yeah whatever <laughs> but anyways
1: that's cute
0: so <laughs> yeah yeah cute cute but anyway anyways, so i was driving to work and then and then uh, suddenly my my, my my window started f- frosting right so i'm like okay press the defrost press the defrost and it started frosting even faster i'm like what the heck what to to the point where where like the inside of my car was literally like sealing up. I thought maybe it was outside, but sure enough, it was in the car. I was in the middle of driving. I couldn't pull over because it was one of the streets where there's no place to pull aside. But mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, so I was just like frantically wiping the glass in front of me <laughs> so I could see outside. And ev- eventually, I got to the point where I was able to pull over to the side. But but <laughs> but you know, like wait,
1: it was frosting up or it was fogging up.
0: It was. Defrosting, fogging is that the same thing?
1: Uh, mm, not necessarily. Fogging happens when there's a little bit of condensation in the air, like when hot and cold meet.
0: Okay, oh, on the window, it's it's it was on, fogging on, on the on inside. The wi- yes, the inside.
1: Ah, uh, it's fogging up.
0: It's fog- I guess it's fogging up, and then you're defrosting <laughs> it because it's fog is frost. I I guess. W-
1: it- was it icing?
0: I mean, it was like, it was like icing. Yeah. It was kind of like an icing situation,
1: but it's really just fog, I guess. Interesting.
0: But yeah. So, so, you know, like like I can only go close to the window as close as possible while I'm wiping it down so I can see outside. Then eventually I got to the point where I'm able to like, you know, turn over to the side in a residential street and just wipe it in from the inside. But Uh, for like a minute i was kind of like oh crap crap. i can't see anything i can't see anything
1: (laughs) this is why (laughs) in places like california or atlanta a little bit of freeze (laughs) like there's so many accidents and we're just up up here in the northeast like how (laughs) like
0: why i get it now (laughs) but i mean come on it's the, the i can't see outside my window i mean that's a big difference
1: have you driven through a white, a snowy whiteout?
0: <laughs> that, that's different. The, the 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 whiteout is outside the car. You know, you go really slow. You can still see outside the car. That's true. Yeah, but If, if you it, have zero
1: visibility, you can't see out. You can't literally see outside the car. If,
0: if it was zero visibility outside, I wouldn't be driving outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, at a certain point, i must just have lowered down my window and looked outside the outside my car, so I can have a visual of what what I'm looking at outside. But but yeah. So do you
1: even need that? I mean,
0: <laughs> need what? Defrosting? Visibility. <laughs> yes, I do need visibility. It, it's kind of hard to see. Like like, it's just literally a sheet of ice in front of me. Like I can't see outside. You know, you, I wiped wipe it down and I see oh there's an opening and then you see it frosting up again. Like I don't understand it. I thought I thought I thought I had the defrost pretty much taken care of. Like I knew exactly how it works. But for whatever reason, it wasn't working for me this time. I don't know. <laughs> So I went ahead and Googled it. Here you go. Um, it says right here. Where is that? In an emergency, when you need the window defogged right now, the fastest way to do so is to rapidly lower the inside temperature so that the moisture stops cond- condensing on the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried that. Mm-hmm. It, was still, it was still frosting up.
1: Turning really? The,
0: turning the defrost vent on without heat or opening the windows is the fastest way to dissipate the fog of the window. It wasn't fast enough. While fast, it isn't very comfortable for the occupants of the car, so it's best reserved for times when you find… No, it, it just wasn't fast enough, okay? It, this is exactly what I did, was actually. It,
1: was it humid?
0: No, it was cold. It was like 40-something degrees. Was...
1: No, no, was it humid? Like, was the air, like, humid or was the air dry?
0: Uh, well, it was it was getting humid because I was like heating up from, from worry. <laughs> You're
1: hyperventilating.
0: <in> your car. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. You know, so it's like I, I was getting warm. <laughs>
1: I think you might have caused it. Then. No,
0: but, but prior prior to that, I was completely fine. I was like going, yeah, it's kind of chilly, you know. And then suddenly, like the, the the suddenly, just like it really, just literally, like within like a, a span of seconds, my my windows started fogging up. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Then I looked to the right. My my passenger window is completely completely encased in ice, in a sense, you know, it's like I can't see outside. You know, it's like what? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. So. yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that could be kind of annoying and annoying.
0: Scary <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not annoying. It's scary. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm, you know, I'm a, di- I consider myself a decently good driver, I was able to make sure not to hit anybody or 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 some, or anything. You know. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
1: you you did good. You did good. I did good.
0: I mean, it, you're, it, you're
1: here. <laughs> it honestly would
0: have been easier if I was in the freeway. Because in the freeway, there's there's a, there's a there's a you know you can pull off to the side. But I was in mm-hmm. one of those. I was in one of those streets where it's like encased in like a hill.
1: Oh. So there's no
0: real way for me to like pull over because there is no pull over area. You know, and yeah. I had to like wait. I had to wait it out until I get to the point where I can actually pull over. But <laughs> but yeah. So I, that was entertaining, I guess. <laughs> right?
1: You know, we, we had a similar um, incident uh, driving back from Montreal. Okay. We started driving out at like 4.30 in the morning to come back to New York. And- it was zero visibility foggy for like 2 hours of our fir- of the first leg of our trip like we literally had to slow down on the highway by like th- from from like doing 60 70 mm-hmm. down to almost 30 yeah. on the highway because it was just so dense at times it like a fog clouds would just come over you and all you see literally is like 2 feet in front of the car
0: yes i mean i've experienced that going to work and on, on really cold days in the morning and that doesn't bother me too much cuz like you said you just slow down. It's outside. It's outside. You slow down. You know. You have a grasp of where your car is in the road. It isn't like it's so thick you can't see the road anymore. You know.
1: So, so you had you had a you had a uh, bird box moment. I had a bird, yes, exactly. That's what, yes, that's exactly what happened.
0: I had a bird box moment. If the monster showed up outside. I would be alive because I wouldn't see the monster, <laughs> but that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I had a bird box moment. I couldn't see outside.
1: Well, this is probably why you're alive.
0: <laughs> it's probably why I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's time to move on with the show. On this 220. 225- Wait, what? We
1: could make this the entire show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose we could. I suppose we could. All right. On this two hundred and twenty first episode of the show, it is uh, we just passed uh, the, Lun- the Lunar New Year, uh, which was on February fifth. So, but we are going to talk about the Lunar New Year. It's the uh, Year of the Pig, so we'll go over some of our horoscopes, and then we're also going to be talking about like the ten course banquet meal from Lunar New Year banquets that everybody Asian eats. We're not Only all-
1: ten, not eleven.
0: <sighs> See, I couldn't sure it was just ten. But uh, but we'll go over that. Apparently, there's some meanings behind those food. Haven't read Mm. so I'm gonna click on an article that I have never read before, and hopefully, it will answer that question. (laughs)
1: Great research, right? Great research. I've never read it before either.
0: (laughs) Yes, and then and then and then we're also gonna be talking about. A new segment that I don't have a theme song music for, but uh maybe I'll come up with one.
1: We're so prepared there, for this. There, show. There was,
0: uh, <laughs> I know, right? There was uh, three three articles that I was gonna put in the what's going on segment, and I was reading I was looking through them. I'm like, huh. It's all about perspective. And I go, Ooh, new new segment idea. Okay, so I'm gonna put it in. And then of course we're gonna do the what's going on. And then later on, me and our movie correspondent Jia-Meng, we're gonna be talking about the movies movies plural. Uh, the Death of Superman, which came out last year. And then its direct sequel, which is Reign of the Superman. So we'll be talking about that over at Spoilers, Please, at the top of the hour. Top of the hour? At the top of the show. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Here we go. So, uh Ye or...
1: I'm
0: sure it's I'm sure I, I butchered that but but yeah <laughs> it is the lunar new year and apparently it's not politically correct to say Chinese New Year anymore because you know more than the Chinese celebrate the the lunar New year that's
1: that's true that's, that's true. true
0: so I guess yeah so happy lunar New Year it's the year of the pig Oink,
1: oink.
0: Kong hei fa choy. <laughs> okay that's what I use because Jessica uses that but yeah so okay anyways so Chinese horoscope 2019 there is a link on the show notes uh it's from the Chinese zodiac.org and um February 5th and since January 24 oh January 24th, 2020 is the last and then the year after that will be the rat ooh we just had mm. we just had the year of the dog in twenty eighteen, so the, the twenty twenty will be year of the rat. Uh, let's see. That's oh. supposed to be a good year. The rat. Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because it won the race or something like
1: that. Well, because it didn't even have to like it. Ju- it it took a ride on the ox's back.
0: Yes, that's why it's number one, and the pig yeah. is the pig is actually last on the on the totem pole, number twelve.
1: Oh, I forgot about that story. Okay. He was uh, last? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, I'm the Year of the Dragon, and according to this, uh, for me, the impact of the pig's calmness will mean a year of reconsiderations. Like, doing the podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're reconsidering the podcast?
0: No, no, I'm not. What? I don't know. It's a, it is it a year of reconsiderations. What, what am I reconsidering? I I, I don't know. Uh Okay, well, I guess it's still early enough in the year. Maybe something later happened later on in this year that I'm gonna to have to reconsider. Uh, how about you? What 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 is your year?
1: My year is Ox. Ox. So
0: it says here. Uh, oh, go hmm. ahead. Well, why don't you read it?
1: So mine says, "It's a good year for the Ox. A time with good opportunities to make money." Oh, yes, bling, bling. I need this. And th- I need this. Yeah,
0: and th- and this is part of maybe the be entwined.
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't heard, I started uh, an Instagram with my friend Kay Reyes. Um, it's called Be Entwined Events. Uh, mm. We do um, uh, mostly event planning, uh, event designs, party pl- uh, party favors, um, decorations, things like that. Check out the check out our Instagram at b dot entwined. And yeah, let us know what you think.
0: How much do you how, do? You charge money, or is this a uh-
1: um, well it's, it's like an idea that we're starting. Um, we do want to grow it into a business eventually. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we are right now we would be willing to, uh, and I'm putting it out there. We'd be totally willing to work with anybody who wants to throw a party and it's just supplies just need to be paid for. And we just want to build our portfolio for now. So for any of you who's listening out there, if you want, um, birthday party favors, Bridal Shower Favors, you'll see what we do on, on our Instagram, other things that we can um, create, and uh, we can collaborate. Let us know.
0: Yes, and then maybe you'll make some coin.
1: And maybe I... Eat the Yes. <laughs>
0: okay, speaking <laughs> of business, okay, according to this, uh, career, in the professional activity of the ox, which is you, uh, everything should go very well. It's full of energy and combativeness, the natives of the zodiac signs, which is like the ox, which it includes the rat, rabbit, uh, rabbit, and goat, have every incentive to take advantage of any opportunity and set their goals as high as possible. Well, oh, there you go. Mm. And as for me, let's see, where's the dragon here? And for career, in terms of professional projects and activities, 2019 is going to be an interesting year for the natives of dragon, snake, rooster, and dog. More ambitious than usual, the natives of the zodiac science will stop taking refuge in secondary roles and will dare to put themselves in the spotlight more often. I don't think I have the problem of putting myself in the spotlight more often. (laughs)
1: No?
0: I mean, this is why. I I mean, I talk on this podcast quite often. Yes. Maybe more. You don't? Yeah. You
1: sure you don't? No, no, no. No, I don't think so either.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, okay. How, How about the health? Go ahead and read the health part.
1: The uh, health part. Yes. Okay, the health of rat, ox, dog, and monkey, natives in 2019. From a physical point of view, nervousness is going to be their enemy during this year. Hmm. Mm. According to the horoscope, natives of these zodiac signs should not allow an excess of energy wrongly channeled to transform in stress or insomnia.
0: Now, isn't this kind of like opposite of the whole career thing? If your career is going to go, 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 you know, explode... It's going to create more like, stress and insomnia, I guess.
1: I mean, of course, it will come handy. I guess it's the trick is to let it grow without letting it stress you out.
0: I guess. I guess. Okay, as for me, uh, health-wise, those born under the dragon, snake, pig, and goat zodiac signs should have a reasonable attitude. They risk being out of shape. Ah, I really beat you to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it's time to reverse that. Am I, am I
0: a year late in the horoscope? <laughs> Okay, all right.
1: I feel like this should be uh, be for me too (laughs) because I'm like, (laughs) I'm getting up there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Go ahead and move on to the, uh, the Chinese love horoscope, 2019. Oof,
1: love. Where is the ox? In love, the first trimester, wow, it's like baby talk, of 2019 is very auspicious for the married natives of snake, ox, tiger, and monkey. If in the last months of the dog year 2018, difficulties shadowed in their married life the partners can now restore the trust and fondness into their relationship. Oh. Okay. Okay.
0: Is, is the next sentence supposed to be, uh, next paragraph supposed to be for you?
1: Oh, um, I think so. Oh. oh, go ahead. Beware, during the fall, they might be tempted to have an affair. Ooh. If they are, <laughs> <laughs> if they are single, twenty nineteen will be a pretty calm year. Well, that kind of. Defeats the purpose if you're single.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless the affair they're referring to is your career.
1: True, true.
0: Always oh, comes back to that, I guess. All right, as for me, for the natives of dragon, rooster, goat, and horse that are involved in relationship. Ooh, I'm dragon and horse. Jessica is. The year 2019 ooh. might be pretty stormy. Especially <laughs> if their married life doesn't meet their expectations. I don't want to read that. In a permanent, um. in a permanent dispute, they risk wasting their energy trying to overcome difficulties. Place a pair of Feng Shui swans in a well lit area with a good chi energy so that everyone around can benefit from these attributes this 100%. and you can purchase this Feng Shui swans over right right on this click. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We're not endorsing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go to the luckiest Chinese horoscope zodiac signs in the pig year of twenty nineteen. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Oh the we natives... should
0: we, we share the same one. Go ahead, read that one.
1: Oh, look at that. The natives of horse Oh, Jessica too. Horse, ox, dragon, and pig. Represents some of the blessed Chinese zodiac signs having the gift of longevity and health. I mean not for anything, we're already Asian. Like <laughs> yeah, we <that's> right. <laughs> our grandparents live very, very long lives. <laughs> yeah, you actually have a second paragraph right there with ox. Oh. The should I jump to the second one after the second one or the third one?
0: There's a third one. Oh yeah, the third one, I guess.
1: The third one? Okay. Um the natives of snake, rat, ox, and rabbit will manage to take advantage of opportunities to improve their personal and professional life. The romance flying star will bring luck in love and marriage. See, it
0: comes, it comes back into your career thing. Be entwined. I know.
1: Look at that. Look yeah, at that. be entwined. Be, be entwined. Entwine yourselves, people.
0: So it <laughs> seems like in general, uh, your your zodiac sign for the ox seems to be prosperous in 2019.
1: And, yeah. And for me, I,
0: I have to just be worried, I guess.
1: I mean, I think you just, you're, you're like on the border, but you know, you just have to make sure you kind of keep the status quo. Mm.
0: I guess. Uh, here, yeah. Uh, famous I mean, people- this
1: is so much better than when I was in, in, than in 2016, my Zodiac was literally like, yeah, this is not going to be a good year for Ox.
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> it was literally like the worst year of my life.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. And it came true, I guess.
1: <laughs> it did. It's a,
0: it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, as they say. Uh, let's see. Famous people born in the year of the pig. Passion for life, sensibility, gentleness, and generosity are representative for the big natives, and they are accredited in the personality of the following famous people. At least, what's written on this article here: Alfred Hitchcock, Andrew Jackson, which is the seventh president of the U.S., hey, Ar- Arnold, the Schwas- of yeah, Orion, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Henry Ford, inventor of Ford Motor Company, and Tubac Shakur.
1: Oh, look at that! Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, once again. <laughs> <laughs> all right So um I did go ahead and do like a, one of those Chinese banquets to celebrate the new year. What's funny was that we went to a restaurant, a new one that I've never been to before, me and Jessica's family, so there was like I don't know twelve twelve or something of us. Mm-hmm. and um oh I was right huh I was supposed to ask that first. You know what? Screw that.
1: The what? <laughs> the what oh, came the first? Chopsticks? Yeah, forks with chopsticks. Chopsticks
0: was like it's older. Whatever. Anyways, yeah. It, I, I, you know what? Uh, yeah, the 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 link will be in the show notes. Click on that. I don't care anymore right now. But anyway, so back to my story. So we were going to go to the restaurant, and then and then apparently they screwed up our reservation. They never put us down for reservation. And even though there were all these empty tables, they go, oh no no, they're reserved for seven thirty. You know we can't have we can't give it to you any uh, yet. And you at know. what time was this? And we were, it was like six o'clock.
1: <laughs> oh, so you they can't expect expect you to like to not leave. be able to finish in an hour now. Well, I think
0: to be fair, it was six thirty, so I guess an hour.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so we were like, uh, okay, and then um, we decided to go to across the freeway and to the other side into a, into a restaurant that we, that we normally do go to, and they said, oh yeah, sure, sure, just you know, you just gotta leave by seven <laughs> thirty. Right.
1: Yeah. See. <laughs> that's so. What I mean.
0: So, and then I'm thinking in my head. Well, if it's a ten-course banquet, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. So to to end to to finish the story there, uh, we left at at seven forty-five. So in, in in an hour and fifteen minutes, we were able to cram down whatever we could cram down.
1: That's insane. Yeah,
0: but but it, to, to go with the, the whole topic, we are going to be talking about the meaning behind the different courses of the meal, because apparently there's a story behind it. Um, there are this are interesting. Yeah, this is an LA Weekly, the article is. Uh, there are a lot of symbolic dishes served during uh, the Lunar New Year. Each individual dish is steeped in tradition and is a homonym for a particular wish for the upcoming year. All right. Like I said, I didn't even look at this article, so hopefully it's more itemized. Okay, rice cake or nian gao. A tradition of eating rice cake goes back 3,000 years. The Chinese word for rice cake or nian giao. I think we don't say it right. <laughs> correlates that's to the, that's Jessica. Correlates oh here's some more Chinese word. Correlates <laughs> to the phrase nian, nian, gao sheng, Which means pretty good, pretty good. which means increasing property year after year. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, prosperity. Increasing prosperity, prosperity year after year. Okay. So that's what the rice cake is for. Um next one up. You wanna you wanna, you wanna read the next one?
1: Fish or you? Yeah, he got the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> the saying that goes with the Chinese New Year fish is dish is nian nian yo you nian nian you
0: I think it's oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> which, which means yo? <laughs> you. I think it's uh you
1: Let's bring in the expert. <laughs>
0: no, she's over there. Jessica. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Which means may the year bring prosperity. So
0: it's still a prosperity thing.
1: Yeah, I guess it's um I mean that's basically what the the greeting is, right? May you have health wealth, health, and prosperity.
0: Oh, look at look at, look at this sentence. It is also important to leave leftovers for the next day because this signifies that the prosperity will overflow.
1: Oh. oh okay. Hmm, right. number, okay.
0: Number by the way, I, I there was there was in fact fish in our ten course meal, and there was in fact rice cake in our well, there was rice. Um, was it
1: served necessarily in that order or did they just n- not bring in, everything
0: out? Not, not in this order that we're reading right now. Uh, I, don't, mm, okay. I don't even remember what the first one was. Anyways, a sweet rice bowl or tang yon. These sweet rice bowls typically are consumed during the 15th day of the celebration known as the Yanjiao Festival. The 15th day is also the first night of the full moon of the new lunar year. The dish is made, blah, 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 blah. Where's the meaning of the thing? The blah, 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 blah. Oh, the, oh! Here you go. The roundness of the rice balls signifies a complete circle of harmony and unity within the family. Oh, oh they are okay. So, they actually serve this as one of the last dishes. Actually, No, oh, so it's in like
1: a, it comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. What's next?
1: Next up, turnip cake or luol gao. Turnip cakes, which originated in Guangdong Province, are a must-have for Cantonese people celebrating New Year. Um, Also embraced in Taiwan because Taiwanese pronunciation for turnip is... Kaitao Why is it because the (laughs) Um, turnip? Kaitao gui. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Gur?
0: I don't think it's gui. Gui? I think it's gui. Kaitao gui? 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 Uh, maybe, maybe we should just move on. Sorry
1: if we're totally butchering this. I'm <laughs> oh, usually we're, better oh, we're, at
0: reading. Oh, oh, we're totally butchering this, but well, <laughs> that's okay. okay <laughs> totally okay. butchering
1: it. Okay. It's a homonym for fortune. Ah. Mm-hmm. So it is associated with the phrase, hao kaitao, which means good luck. All right. So the cake seemed to be served in two ways, either steamed or fried. Yeah, yeah.
0: I did. there was turn, <clears throat> there was definitely turning cake. Uh, number six here is dumplings or chow-shi. Uh, chow-shi? Okay, it uh, says right here. Do, do, do. Oh, the saying associated with dumplings or shi is jenshu shi" <laughs> or <laughs> ring out the old year and ring in the new.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Legend has it, the more dumplings you eat during the New Year celebration, the more money you can make in the upcoming cycle.
1: Bring on the dumplings. <laughs> I
0: don't remember if I had dumplings though. No. Was there like was there like an alternate dish that was like a dumpling type of dish? Maybe there like was. Like a shumai kind of? No, there wasn't. It wasn't it wasn't dim sum but but I'm trying to remember now. It wasn't <laughs> exactly dumplings or there was maybe there was something with dumplings? Oh, don't quite remember. Hmm. All right, what's next?
1: Next is long noodles or mian tiao. I think we have this too in Filipino in uh Filipino tradition. Okay. Um except we eat it during, well, actually birthdays, holidays, and everything else every day. <laughs> <laughs> long noodles represent longevity. They are usually served uncut. Um, blah, blah, blah. It's also called miswa, signifies long life, and the noodle is also a traditional birthday gift, a dish. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I so, mentioned.
0: so if the noodle was cut, does it mean your life gets cut short?
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You know how they stretch it and stretch it and stretch it until it gets thin, but then appar- yeah. apparently they never cut it and they just serve it like that.
0: Yeah, this is also. I think this was. I think the noodles were served with something else. Maybe it was. Maybe it was the dumplings.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Not, maybe when I, had two in one. Maybe got a two for.
0: Okay. Uh, number four, mustard greens. This one I actually did eat. Uh, or kai. Uh, let's see.
1: Oh, um, those are so good.
0: Yeah, they can't. They can't be overcooked. Oh, they they oh, no, rune. Then? oh, they are, They can't be overcooked, so they're an ideal symbol for a long life. You're expected to eat the entire vegetable. I did that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Plus, it's really good.
0: That's good. Oh, see so the next the next one. I actually did not have there fruit. Fruit
1: Go or on. shui guo, shui guo. <laughs> sure. I'm still not saying that right. <laughs> Mandarin oranges are a common fruit during the New Year. The picture is of a grapefruit, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it even says grapefruit it even says grapefruit all right go
1: on the chinese word for oranges is ju in the Teochew dialect and it's a homophone for ji the word for auspicious or lucky pomelos are another favorite oh okay pomelos grapefruit similar looking chinese word for pomelo is yuji which sounds which sounds like the word for to have in chinese which is yo Citrus fruits are in abundance in grocery stores during this time of the year. Okay, so again, has to do with um, prosperity, luck, and well wishes.
0: Yes. And number two, uh, spring roll, or chun juan. Jo- chun Chin juan?
1: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> juan. It's not a Latino <laughs> or is
0: <it> chun juan. <laughs> chun huan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, the words chan huan literally means spring and roll. The golden color of the fried spring rolls represent gold bars, which of course symbolizes wealth. Okay. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember having spring rolls in, in, in the bag when I ate, but that's weird. Okay.
1: That looks like a different spring roll, too, the picture.
0: Mm-hmm. So now I have a reason to eat more spring rolls. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And sometimes spring rolls have uh, glass noodles in them. Okay. Uh-huh, another twofer
0: There we go <laughs> Okay uh, Number one Go ahead
1: Number one Poultry or Jiachin Or chin jia chin. Mm-hmm. The poultry should be served whole With the head and the feet still attached This connotes unity And a good marriage between families uh-huh. Did you guys have duck?
0: Yeah we had duck And we had uh, chicken
1: Oh double, double whammy
0: Double whammy Marinate
1: so- the chicken And then air dry for about three hours Until the skin is like paper yeah,
0: Sounds so, delicious. So essentially, one of the one of the dishes I ate replaces the other ones that I didn't eat. There was like we had a double, I guess. Hmm. Ah, we al- we also paid for a, sp- a specific uh a course and maybe the, mm-hmm. uh, another course have different options, I guess. Hmm. Possibly, because I mean they had we had to give us the, the we had to choose the one that will work for the whole like yet to be done by seven thirty. So maybe that's the reason why
1: <laughs> the fastest
0: one, the fastest one. <laughs> But yeah, so there you go. So next year, uh during this during the next lunar new year and you want to go to an Asian banquet, this is the meaning, prosperity, wealth, luck and uh a family, I guess.
1: This is nice. Seems I like be, it. I like
0: it. It seems to be but, what, what the thing is, yeah.
1: But you, you I mean it's good thing you had 12 people cuz I mean there's no way you could have finished all of that food. Yeah.
0: I think I think they, I, honestly I think there was more than 12. If I if I remember, I think my, I think there was almost like 20 or something, 21 maybe.
1: Wow! Yeah, so we that had, must we, have been some dishes. Yeah,
0: we had we had two tables.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Moving on. All right. So here's the uh, the new segment that I'm gonna probably end up creating a team music to in the near future. It's about perspective. Ba ba It's about perspective or something <laughs> like that. I don't know.
1: Wait. We're not doing fork, spoon, chopsticks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. From
0: the previous segment, I was going to ask Rudy. hey, Ruthie, what do you think is the oldest uh, eating utensil? fork spoon, or chopsticks?
1: Chopsticks.
0: Chopsticks. Chopsticks was, like, was invented like over 9,000 years ago as opposed to the spork and food. Spoon and fork. Spork and food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think the spork has been I, I, since they
0: <laughs> I just said spork and food. <laughs>
1: No, that's an invention.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, so (laughs) on this segment, it's about
1: perspective.
0: All right. So uh, over the weekend, over the weekend, 10 million players attended a 10 minute uh, marshmallow concert in the video game Fortnite. Cricket's, cricket's, cricket's.
1: Because I literally have still don't have no. any idea about Fortnite.
0: So Fortnite's a video game, but anyway. I,
1: I know, but.
0: So essentially, essentially, for like for about for about ten minutes, uh, the gamers get to go to this area in the game where they get to watch Marshmallow, which is the 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 DJ with that marshmallow head, right? And then he played a ten minute concert, right? In the game. In the game. Like it's a virtual, oh. it's a virtual concert. So people will go there. Oh. You can see other people's avatars around the thing. It's on YouTube. If you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. Um, hmm. They so so Fortnite created an, an area in the game where you can't use your weapons for obvious reasons. I guess.
1: <laughs> it was their security, <laughs> right?
0: And of course, the whole thing with uh, with Fortnite is is you know you you have dances. Your avatar can do dances and and whatnot. So so that's probably why they came up with this idea. Now the thing is, some of the people, I'm assuming your kids, said, "Oh, this is, hey, this is my first
1: concert experience,
0: right?" So the question really? now is, <laughs> was that a concert?
1: It's a virtual concert.
0: No. Mm, How guess. long did it last? Maybe I should have a drop here. It goes. It says,
1: "It's about perspective." You know, it's about perspective. I minutes. told you, you're gonna end up singing.
0: It's it's ten minutes. <laughs> it's ten minutes.
1: It was ten, minutes. ten minutes. I mean, is it really a concert? I mean, a concert is like a full immersive event where it, you're. It was you live go To the place, you hear the the band or whoever singer live, mm-hmm. and you're experiencing it with many other people. And, I mean, I guess. And you just like exactly you said,
0: described what happened that night. You people went to a part of the game with other people from around the world, and they saw an avatar of of the artist who actually was talking to the audience. who we were like, wanted to walk, chime in and say, all right, guys, I want to see you all moving, you know, kind of thing. So you're exactly describing what a concert is. The only difference is that this is in the virtual world and not in the real world.
1: Exactly.
0: So it does seem like my, my first got, my, my first reaction was the same thing that you did. It was like, well, you don't put a concert DVD in and, then just, and then just say you were watching a concert.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. So It's like saying I watched a Broadway show while live on TV. Yes, it was live. But mm-hmm. is it the same as a real Broadway experience sitting and going to the theater and sitting in the seat and seeing from your own seat perspective the show itself?
0: Right. No, no, it's true. Um, I don't really consider that. But I, if I remember correctly, years ago, uh, Metallica was playing right before the Super Bowl in one of the years, Right. the, the night before that and they, they they live streamed the concert in on on YouTube or one of those things right, mm-hmm. and I was watching it live while they were playing up in San Francisco or whatever, and I was watching with like hundreds of thousands or millions of other people at the same time. Did I consider that a concert not really, but it kind of felt like I was experiencing a community event like what concerts do,
1: yeah, I mean I could see that perspective right. um but as far as saying that you went to a concert, you virtually went to a concert, just yeah. like these kids virtually went to a concert, but they didn't physically go to a concert.
0: Yeah, but 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 that's that's that sentence, that three-word sentence. Was it their first concert experience? Is it? Does it count? You're saying it doesn't.
1: Um, I'm saying it it it's their first virtual concert experience. Okay.
0: Okay. Because, I mean, they were interacting with the DJ whenever you said, move around or dance around or jump. You know, they will all jump in unison kind of thing in the game.
1: I mean, it could all be interactive. But I guess from those kids' perspective nowadays, who kids nowadays don't go outside anymore to play with each other. They meet each other from around the world and play on a video game and stare at a screen for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And that's what they consider playtime versus like what we consider playtime, you know. We're not going to say how many years ago. (laughs) 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 We used to go outside and like scrape our knees and run around and chase each other. And here they're all chasing each other, doing the same thing, chasing each other, but in a virtual world. Right. Yeah. It's all about perspective. (laughs) Perspective. All right.
0: right. Um, Now, here's another news article. Uh, Liam Neeson's Cold Pursuit, the movie that's coming out this week, as of this recording, Red carpet premiere was canceled after "quote unquote" revenge comments. Now, I didn't know anything about this revenge comments until I actually like looked it up. And apparently, in an interview, um, somebody asked, and the interviewer asked like Liam Neeson because you know he's in a lot of like revenge movies. Right, mm-hmm. I guess they like racistly revenge movies. Not necessarily racist. I mean, I mean, you know, this somebody kidnapped his daughter and he had to go to Paris to beat up on French people. <laughs>
1: um, no, he was like beating up on Albanians. <laughs> oh,
0: that's right. There was that too. That's true. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, blah blah A person familiar with the matter said that the red carpet wouldn't be appropriate under the no no no. Where was that thing? Uh, so somebody was interviewing Liam, Liam Neeson. <clears throat> And in the interview with the well, with the Independent, that years ago, apparently, he learned that someone close to him had been raped by someone his friend said was black. He had violent thoughts about killing a random black person. His intent was to show how he learned that violence and revenge didn't accomplish anything, according to the author of the story. And to quote Neil ne- Liam Neeson here, he said, I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week. Hoping some black bastard will come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. Because I have very many specific skills. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, he goes, and he continues. It was horrible, horrible when I think back that I did that. Why am I doing Batman? Yeah, I was just
1: going to say, you sound like Batman. But I did
0: learn a lesson from (laughs) it. When I eventually thought. Batman,
1: let's bring Batman in. (laughs) Batman, what do you think about what Liam Neeson is saying? I think he's
0: got the right idea. Criminals need to be destroyed. Okay, uh, enough of you, Batman. Okay.
1: Um, not okay, bye Batman.
0: So so essentially people are calling him like, you know, oh, you're a racist. But he's like, he's saying he's not a racist. Uh I think a lot of this had to do with the fact that he had a reaction to the news about his friend. And mm-hmm. it was an um well, what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, so it was unreasonable. It was an unreasonable reaction that this was his reaction that he wanted to get into a fight with somebody, specifically a random black person, right? Like, like, like random black people were like walking around, and then, and then next thing you know, hey, it's Liam Neeson. Ah, Liam Neeson, what you doing? Ah. right. So yeah, that's yeah. true. That's it just true. Seemed, it seemed like it this it, it does feel kind of like like you you're just like a random black person walking around, and oh by the way, there's a, there's a white guy out there, an Irish white guy out there who wants to kill you, and you, because you, you but you didn't do anything wrong. So so now now he's now defending himself as I'm not a racist. You know this was just like a thought that I had in my head. I never really uh, followed through on it. Even though he did, mm. he, he did, he did say he walked around, right? And he didn't get like uh, counseling and help to 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 fix the problem because he realized that was a mistake.
1: I mean, it's kind of like um, it's all about perspective. Talk, it's all about perspective. Um, I guess it's it's kind of like somebody with a trauma by, let's say, like a specific gender, like, he, let's say, a man, um, was cheated on by his ex girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like every woman after that is evil,
0: right? And, right.
1: You know, kind like if if roles were reversed, if you mm-hmm. if you put it in a different perspective, I mean, it's maybe not as intense as yeah. his thoughts, but. You know, if some sort of traumatic event happened to you, to you or a family member, and you were fi- you, your traumatic experience filled you with violent urges and rage. I mean, that's the psychological scar of it, and yeah. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're speci- you're you're very racist for right. you know just being m- mad at an entire race of people that remind you of that one person that was your perpetrator. Right. It's just, you know, it, it, it's just the trauma of it.
0: Yeah. No, it's true. Like like your example, like would, would that guy end up becoming a misogynist? Now, because, mm-hmm. you know, he thinks that all women are evil kind of thing. You know, yeah. If, if I was going, if I was driving on the freeway and then like this, this Asian lady cut me off, or do I think that all Asian ladies are bad drivers? They are. But you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But this is why I
1: don't drive. <laughs> it's all about perspective.
0: But yeah, so I, you know, I, I believe Lee Neeson. I don't. I don't think he's a racist. You know, it was just, that was. I think that was at a, at a particular moment. That was just his unreasonable reaction to the news of what happened yeah. to his friend.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. it's completely different from being raised or having cultivated a racist mentality of these people are just wrong these people exactly. are just wrong 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 and i will never ever trust them or i will i want to hurt them because they don't deserve to be alive like that's a completely different like racist thought and mm-hmm. you know this stems from a traumatic experience and he took care of it he he got some help and which is the right thing to do
0: mm-hmm. exactly
1: tell about perspective <laughs>
0: All right, so another news here is uh, Xbox Live coming to Nintendo Switch, iOS and Android. Microsoft confirms. So now people are reading this, Xbox Live is going to a non non Microsoft uh, device. Is Xbox calling it quits with console? Is Microsoft calling it quits with having a console? Why should I buy a console if Xbox is going somewhere else? But here's the what? thing. Yeah, so here's the thing though. I mean, Microsoft said they're not they're not quitting consoles. They're still going to make consoles, but they want the Xbox Live platform to be a platform that you can access in any device that you want, right mm. so it, to me, this is more of like they're not they're, they're not admitting defeat to like Sony or Nintendo it, to me, this feels more like they're expanding the Xbox brand name to to go beyond just a single device
1: they're adapting.
0: They're adapting to this, to this time. But you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of gamers or not well, I gonna say a lot, because you know it's all about a perspective. Uh there are many gamers, the perspective. <laughs> there are many gamers out there <laughs> who are all about the the console wars, you know, PlayStation versus Nintendo versus Microsoft, you know, kind of thing. So so if if Microsoft isn't something that they can versus into, because it's in a Nintendo console, it's in the PC, then that must be like blow their minds, right? But you know, it's it doesn't mean Xbox is dead, it just means Xbox is evolving
1: it's evolving, yeah, it's kind of like Netflix with movies
0: yes, yeah sure oh, okay no I think I think Netflix has changed changed how people's perspective is on straight it's all about perspective. <laughs> on straight to straight to straight to home video movies that's the that's the difference that Netflix made because
1: it's all about perspective. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> As of this recording, it's currently eleven oh seven on uh, February seven in Beijing, China,
1: and it's time we take a look and see what's going on.
0: All right. So, um, Ultraviolet, which is the name given to the whole digital locker thing for people buying, uh, movies and whatnot, TV shows. Uh, Hollywood's attempt to control the digital video supply chain will shut down. All right. Ah. So, to me, this saddens me a little bit because I've actually been taking huge advantage to Ultraviolet. The whole who, what, Where's, why account relies on, on Ultraviolet. So, I basically, no. <laughs> I basically buy all my stuff through Vudu, right? And then, and then Ultraviolet will spread it out to the other services like uh, or other accounts. So now we do have movies anywhere. But Movies Anywhere can only be tied to one account, right? So, And Voodoo has the family share thing, which allows me to share my collection with another Voodoo account. I don't know if, if that's going to go away. So, And my, my guess is it probably is. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. I guess I just have to give you my, my Movies Anywhere account and go from there. Now, of course, people are forgetting, not all studios have signed up with Movies Anywhere. Uh, I believe... Paramount is one of them. Lionsgate is one of them, and I don't say Universal, but I don't I don't think that's true. But anyways, there were a couple of companies that still haven't completely signed up with movies anywhere, and that goes the same with Ultraviolet as well. But um, they're they're pretty much saying if you're hearing this and you're panicking, which I'm pretty sure you're not, because most people did use Ultraviolet. It should um, just
1: sound, but for that people panicking.
0: Yeah, in July, in July <laughs> when it shuts down, just make sure to keep your link for your your different uh, movie services out there, as long as it's linked up to Ultraviolet, after it shuts down, all the movies that are currently in that account will stay there. You're not losing any movies or TV shows via Ultraviolet. Not unless you unlink those accounts from your Ultraviolet library. So make sure Mm. it's all there and you'll still get to keep it. Any movies or TV shows after that fact, after that, that shutdown, will not be shared to all those accounts. So tough luck. I guess. <laughs> right. So Movies Anywhere exists for that reason. But like I said, it's not completely perfect. I think Ultraviolet was given a bad name because uh, a lot of people didn't trust it. But I think it was actually quite useful for what it was. All right. Speaking of software, because uh, Ultraviolet suffer. a software, uh, a programmer finds a ridiculous ATM loophole that let him withdraw $1 million in what? cash. What? $1 million in cash. What? I know, right? Uh, let's see. And the bank forgave him.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: okay. So, what?
1: <laughs> so here's what
0: here's what happened. Uh, according to the reports, the bank system. This is in China, by the way. This happened in China in a uh, in Huaxiang Bank. Okay. Um, the bank system didn't properly record withdrawals made around midnight, effectively spitting out cash without removing the total from a user's account. Normally, they might send up a red flag that a, tra- that a transaction had failed, but Sheng allegedly uh, inserted scripts into the system that, su- that suppressed those alerts.
1: How would he do that?
0: Uh, Sheng started pulling out money in November 2016, but it wasn't until January 2018, some 1,358 withdrawals later, that the bank discovered the bad code in its system and brought him to the authorities. <laughs> hmm. uh, perhaps the most surprising part of the story is the bank didn't want to keep pressing charges once he's returned the money. Maybe fearing the bad publicity because if he was able to exploit it, the other Others people may will have... try. <laughs> other people probably tried that too. Yes, yes. They're
1: probably going to hire him <laughs> as a coder.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. He, here he's, he's going to have 10 and a half years in prison.
1: No way. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought you, they weren't going to charge him.
0: The bank didn't charge him but the court said, ah, no, we're still charging him. womp. <laughs> 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 <Yeah.
1: laughs> yeah.
0: Sad life. Uh, next up, speaking of unexpected results, I guess it's expected by, by Sheng, but not expected by the banks. But speaking of unexpected results, because me, <laughs> I try to do my segues here, uh, marijuana's unexpected effect on sperm count revealed in Harvard study.
1: Okay. So
0: apparently, you know, the, the stereotype is like, oh, you're not going to get it up. You know, it's not going to be good for you. But apparently... It's
1: going to kill your sperm.
0: Yes, all that stuff. As the research team writes in the human reproduction study, the men who had smoked one or two joints of marijuana at least once in their lifetimes had a sperm count and concentration that was significantly higher than that of people who had never smoked marijuana in their lives. Really? Apparently so.
1: Once or twice. That's very vague.
0: Yeah. More intense marijuana users also appear to have higher levels of the sex hormone testosterone as well. This is completely the opposite of the stereotype. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because they they say that it, it, you know, since it it kind of is a downer, so it relaxes you. So maybe it might not give you higher levels of sex drive or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah, weird. But, you know, Harvard, I guess you can trust them.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there's so many scientific researches that in five years or so have always been debunked.
0: True, true, true. Well, (laughs) speaking of being under the influence, though, because, you know marijuana, Uh, the NYPD, uh, this this is your town, Ruthie, the NYPD demands that Google's Waze app stop revealing DWI checkpoints.
1: I didn't know they did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you didn't know
1: that? I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: for Google Waze, uh, other users can like warn other people, oh, by the way, there's a checkpoint up ahead, you know, and it'll pop pop up in your map and then you can like, you know, make a detour. (laughs) (laughs) Which seems very like, you know, too... Although, although you know, as a teenager or or a young person going, he he he, I avoided the checkpoint, right? It it, it does seem like like hey, there's a reason why checkpoints exist. <laughs> Besides, if you're really drunk, if you're really drunk, would you be able to notice the little icon on the map that says, "Hey, by the way, there's a checkpoint up ahead," right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So I I, I I so I don't know who this hurts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's going on.
0: Before we talk about the death of Superman and reign of Superman, uh, just in case the listeners actually care, Ruthie, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Instagram at grace13. That's grrace one for DIY pics, travel pics, food pics, cat pics, and other random pics. You can also find me on b.entwined on Instagram. That's B-E-D-E-N-T-W-I-N-E-D for event designs and planning for birthdays, baby showers, gender reveals, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design needs.
0: All right, this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. If you want to leave a quick comment, you can leave it over at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to send us an email, send it to whoatworstwhy at gmail Oh, by the way, apparently I received an e gift to the whoatworstwhy at gmail.com article from some anonymous listener, I guess.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you. It's either that or it's some kind of phishing scheme. <laughs> 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 because because it was it was like a discount for phone cases, and I don't know really you need phone cases, so I never really click on the link. But but if you did if you did send it to us, thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: Yes, um, whoever you are, af- if it's af- true or not, thank you. Yeah,
0: af- <laughs> af- apologies for not
1: believing in the email. Hey, it's a it's a compliment if if we are getting fished.
0: <laughs> I guess, <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right, and if you want to show your support, like that guy was that anonymous anonymous person did, you know, you can head over to who what at, worse why at gym, no no who dot com slash support and find out how you can help us out in this podcast because. We need it. Music has been provided by The White Axis. Find them at thewhiteaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwarswhite.com. And don't forget, like I said earlier in the episode, we are now part of Spotify. So look up The Stuff and Junk Show as well as extra stuff, extra spoils. They are now on Spotify.
1: You know what? This could be a beginning of uh, our horoscope already. Our Chinese horoscope is coming coming true. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I guess <laughs> so. Morning! Alright, so before we, I play the uh, pre-recorded recording that I did with uh, John ja Ming, our movie correspondent, about The Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman, I guess this is it, Ruti?
1: Um, Yep, time for me to skedaddle and call it a night. Have a good night, guys. Good
0: night, I'll see you next week. See you next week? Or next episode. Well, either, I
1: hear either, you next either week. Either one,
0: either one, yeah. <laughs> Alright, John ja Ming, before we jump into our sports discussion of uh, Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman... Uh, where can people find you online?
2: You can find me on the Twitter machine, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U.
0: Before we jump to the spoilers, uh, what's our uh, non-spoiler recommendation about this movies?
2: My non-spoiler review is pretty simple. The Death of Superman is really strong, really good. I, over my life, I've seen maybe half a dozen, maybe even a dozen adaptation of, of The Death of Superman. You know what I mean? It, this might be like the third movie version of it, animated movie version of it. You know what I mean? What
0: was the second one? Hmm? There's been a lot. No no mean, there's been like a Justice League TV episode of it there's I mean, been another animated movie of it mm-hmm. there's been two i think this <laughs> one and the previous one one the one the, the mid was there's two two previous versions of it
2: anyway there's and there's also versions of it like for example uh Zack Snyder did a version of it kind of you oh, know, we know, know all mean? You, mean, you know mean? Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm saying not just like complete uh, you know, variations on on the death spread. I did In that, that case,
0: there are definitely three, three yeah. of this version. This
2: is one a lot, and this is the strongest one. This is the strongest. This is adaptation. definitely the strongest one. Yeah. This is the, definitely the strongest one. It's very good, very solid, nice piece of work and stuff like that. And the second one, the Reign of Superman, my my critique is they should hire a female writer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they should hire a uh, few. Right. It's not very good. Uh, the so dead, the dead of the so- animation is better. Sorry, the animation in the second one is better, but the story is. Pfft.
0: I don't know if it's necessarily better. But but point is that the Death Superman is basically it's. I wouldn't say it's. I mean, transcendent is a bigger word than it has to be, but mm-hmm. it is better, better than you expect it to be. Yeah, yeah it, it actually is. Uh, it's just better. Yeah, it's um, a really strong adaptation because it's, it's actually better than the original comic book. Comic book, yeah. Agreed, agreed.
2: It's, um, one of those, uh, comp, it's one of those comic books everybody talks about, everybody references Yeah. But when you actually sit down and read it, yeah. it's
0: not very good. It's not very good. It's not very no,
2: good. It's not exactly the Justice League in it's Prime too, you know what I mean? I believe the Justice League members at the time included like... Uh, uh, with res- with respect a uh, blue beetle you know what i mean Buster booster go and stuff like that it's not like the strongest just I would stuff.
0: argue the dead of Superman is actually the fault and why crossovers became crappy in the 90s. Yeah. Because that was essentially literally a crossover. Yeah. And it was a crossover where the Doomsday storyline was just uh like like 10% of that issue that was crossovering it. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Yeah. The point is is that uh yeah the Dead of Superman this animated movie is really good. It's definitely worth a watch um, and then Reign of the Superman, it's just your standard, typical mm-hmm. superhero animated fair that doesn't really do more than just your typical standard superhero fair. Yeah, essentially. That's I would it say
2: the Death of Superman at uh, what do you call it? Uh, lifts up the the original comic book text, yeah. and then the Reign of Superman, is, you know, it, it goes back down to where yeah. where, where the crap is. It's like I'll
0: argue the comic book version is actually better for that. Because The comic yeah. book version has sure. like something like well. Uh, 12, 48 issues covering the reign yeah. of Superman. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so yeah, we'll go ahead and jump the spoilers. So, we are talking movies and TV shows. There'll be spoilers in our discussion, so please take it. You've been warned. It is time. Welcome to spoilers. Please. All right. So let's go ahead and start talking about Death of Superman first. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead.
2: Lots of positive stuff going on Especially What I especially like Is the characterization And stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, It's one of my One of my more favorite Adaptations of Lois Lane Actually because Yeah I agree Because she has a, She has these really nice Character moments And stuff like that It's There was a moment Where Superman Finally reveals Her uh, His uh, true identity To her And stuff like that Right And the moment She says You know what You wrote about Superman That's a conflict of interest yep. To me That is a great moment Of characterization You know what I mean Because yep. Lois Lane is definitely that person. Definitely by the books and stuff like that. She's a reporter more than anything else, and that that nails it. And uh, another nice characterization. Well, before is- we
0: move on to that, though, uh, by comparison, the crime book. Lois Lane already knew that right. Superman was Clark Kent Yeah okay, go
2: This one Well, and this one In this version she does. She's dating Clark Kent But she doesn't know he, she He's Superman And stuff like that right. And that's part of the theme And the plot and all that stuff it, it works very well And stuff like that And that's one thing And another nice characterization beat I like Is actually Superman There's a beat where uh, There's something that Hardcore Superman fans Might be really into Because he doesn't use his super speed a lot in his cartoons and in the comic books. In this one, he, he uses it a lot. He uses it a lot of it in fighting and stuff. I, I find that really refreshing and interesting and stuff like that. Right. And this is, like, maybe the sixth or seventh in the new 52 connected cartoon universe, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because it involves Justice League and stuff like that. I like – and it's, those I really hit and miss, and this is one of the better ones. Yeah. Another thing I liked is – you know this is part one of a two-part story – but none of the setup f- felt like it was very um, shoehorned in, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 the move, the, move, the movie moves at a nice pace and stuff like that. And the second part stuff, the setup part, weaves in and out of this one very, very smoothly and easily, you know what I mean? John Henry gets introduced, the guy from uh, Hank Hankshaw gets introduced and stuff like that, all kind of seamlessly and stuff
0: like that, yeah. Yeah, there's a certain case of efficiency in the writing yeah. that that combines all of this together. Um, in the comic books, the Justice League, the rest of the Justice League, kind of felt shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. You know, well, this one, it made sense that they're around, yeah. right? And not only that, but you actually get to see them fight Doomsday. Mm-hmm. I think in the comic books, they allude to it.
2: Kind of, kind of, yes, kind of, no. They do fight Doomsday, but like I said, like I said in the non-spoiler, I remember the Justice League that fought Doomsday was not exactly the yeah. A-list. It wasn't A-list. No, yeah, I don't remember him facing down Wonder Woman. I don't remember him facing down Green Lantern and stuff yep. like that. Or Marshall Manhunter. Because I mean There
0: was a commentary After the death In the comic books Where it's like Why why didn't John Jones Step in and And, and like try to finish the job Because yeah. he's a strong ass Superman And he says Blah 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 blah. But so yeah But the, the A team wasn't there In the comic book right. Which made This version Make Doomsday even more stronger mm-hmm. By having the A team there And they still Like was yeah. defeated there, there was a line in the, in the movie That I thought was very poignant Not poignant But very apt When Batman said Like, like uh, Doomsday is You know Tearing us apart And we've only been here For five minutes Yeah, You know it was that kind of a thing so yeah, or yeah. we just got here, you know.
2: And something else I really liked about this uh, Agitation is Superman Clark Kent actually has a, a arc. You know what I mean? He has a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know what I mean? His arc in the story is basically he's keeping a secret from Lois. He's holding something back from the person he you know he's in love with and stuff like that. And in the end, he he wants to he he he, he, he tells Lois that he does love her and he's Superman, but it's tragically. Shakespearean-like, it's too late. you know. It's just, at the same time, Doomsday arrives. You know what I mean? Right. That's a full, complete arc. And that's something that the Death of Superman, the comic books, I don't think really had. No, it didn't. In not. that one, Doomsday, without, uh, without any context, really, just shows up, lands on Earth, and... Goat tears through Metropolis, yep. tears through the Justice League, and he has to fight Superman. And he and Superman does what he does. He, he you know, yeah. fights him. Into there death. was
0: no emotional punch on why Superman yeah, was, was fighting yeah. Doomsday. Mm-hmm. It was just the fact that he had to fight Doomsday. Yeah, this one there's actually like a actual stake involved. Mm-hmm. You know, he just stole Lois, and yeah. suddenly he's gonna die now. Mm-hmm. You know, so is that kind of a thing that that I thought was like a good emotional punch in the movie? Yes, that that was well earned. Mm-hmm. Even though at the beginning I was I was like. Oh she doesn't know His Superman yet Like right. are they really Going to do this Yeah You know So, But it paid off It, yeah, it really paid off, paid yeah. off. Yeah. It's
2: part of the story It's part of his arc It's really really good And something I really uh, Something else I really Liked about this uh, Adaptation is uh, Superman Is in the What's her, In the weaker positions Of it It's Doomsday seems like He's so Obviously, stronger than Superman. In this, in this, in this. He does seem yeah. like it, yeah. Yeah, in other adaptations, it's kind of like a battle of titans. You know what I mean? It's you know, it's a gladiator versus gladiator. In this one, it does seem like I don't think Doomsday actually bled at all. He wasn't tired. He wasn't. He wasn't injured. The the death blow that Superman makes at the end with the super speed and next stop, I think that was his biggest injury to Doomsday and stuff like that, which right. I think is really good. I think that's interesting.
0: No, it's true. It's true. I mean, this is a movie that definitely is going for that. PG thirteen kind of thing because yeah. there's actually blood, people actually die. Yes, yeah. You know, Doomsday was killing people. You know? Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah, y- you watch the the Doomsday animated movie from like fifteen years ago, and mm-hmm. you don't see that at all. It was yeah. just like off off camera, or yeah. or Doomsday just tosses people, mm-hmm. and you assume they're dead. Yeah, you know, but this one, nope. He kills his people. Dude, they kills a bear in this one, man. Yeah. Usually he's not messing around. I thought, yeah,
2: because if, if it was a more sanitized version, the bear would have lived. And then the, the definitely the girl in the tent, you know what I mean? The, right. the, the camper, she would have lived. Yeah. Or, all all or the, the innocents would have lived. Yeah, but this is pretty violent. This is yeah. pretty, pretty violent, man. Yeah,
0: yeah it's good I time. mean, it's not the way that are violent, but yeah. it, it's
2: pretty hard PG-13. Yeah, it, it's, it's pushing that PG-13. It's really good. Uh, actually, yeah. I, I I, to me, that's a plus because uh, that's to me I, that that presents more stakes to it yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: that, that that's that, that's WB animation actually going like, "Hey, we're not really targeting this for kids in theaters, even though they show this in theater." Yeah, you know, so let's just go try to go all out if we can. I yeah. mean, Superman kills Doomsday in technicality
2: Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I mean, in the comic books, I believe they wore each other out. I think it was the explanation they did. Yeah, it was that kind of a thing. If was, I remember, it was like almost like a cop out. Like he didn't really kill Doomsday. He just wore him out And defeated him yeah, If I remember correctly Doomsday doesn't die in No that one they, they, either, threw right? him, they threw him to the sun If I remember correctly Yeah No that's was... the second That's when he came back Right I don't know how they kept Doomsday dead in the comic book After Sumeram defeated him Because it... he definitely Was not dead Did he throw him in a vault one of the giant bowl? I don't, ah, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, if I remember correctly,
2: the the comic book Superman dies the same way he does in the comic in the movie in this adaptation. Well,
0: they're, they're doing a punch out.
2: Yeah, yeah, he technically doesn't die. He goes into hibernation. The his uh, force of solitude comes picks up the body. He regenerates. Right. That's what happens in the comic books and what happens in the movie that that we watch. Right. And Doomsday. Yeah, I don't know what the conclusion was. I
0: don't think Doomsday actually died
2: yeah. in the comic books because he gets knocked unconscious too or something like that. I right. don't
0: know. Huh. But okay, speaking of the yeah. the death of the Doomsday thing, um, the part with Lois Lane like sacrificing herself or just uh, admitting defeat to Doomsday, mm-hmm. that seemed a little forced.
1: Yeah, okay. that one
0: sure. seemed a little sure. forced. Like, what was her goal? She yeah. didn't know if Superman was going to be to save her. I think it's one of those things
2: where, hey, he's gonna die. I'm gonna die with him. I don't want to live in a world uh, without Superman. So, but,
0: I but mean, at that on point on, you, you she can visibly see that Superman's still alive. Yeah, essentially, she's gonna kill herself first, uh, and then to rage Superman. Maybe you just don't. Know, maybe you just don't know love. It Albert. almost seemed like they needed to give her like a line, like <laughs> mm-hmm. like like justifying why she did that. They do work
2: her in the conclusion more than they do the comic books i know that right, you know what right. i mean because in the in the end of the comic books, she does show up obviously she does ho- she does have a moment with superman and stuff but this one she's way in the in, in the in the fight you know what i mean she right. threw a rock at him and you know etc and the way the reason why superman wins is because of, of lois and stuff yeah, like yeah he I had think. to save lois again yeah. and what, something we haven't mentioned so far is i actually like the way they included uh lex Luthor in this one too oh yeah that's true yeah. that's true because lex on top of everything else that gets weaved in this in this movie uh lex Luthor's. So Lex Luthor sort of like weaved through. And then he, he being the arrogant dick that he is, he puts on the, you know, puts on the, the metallic suit, the Iron Man suit. He tries to save the day, and Superman saves him. I thought it was a really, I thought that was a really nice yeah. touch. Not
0: yeah. no, not like that, but Superman saves him. They they they, they look at each other and give, him, and they they have a beat. Mm-hmm. Superman takes off, and he's like, like, No, yeah. like like this is my kill. Yeah, yeah. How dare you steal this from me yeah. again? <laughs>
2: Lex being Lex, man. Lex being Lex, Lex. Lex. I do like the representation. I liked how they showed Lex in this one. Yeah, that's a really nice touch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then before the ruin it, and yeah, But yeah. Right. But, the, but the my only other complaint with is the actual ending. Mm-hmm. They should have stopped with the funeral. Yeah. Okay, them showing like, oh, he's actually still alive. It seems yeah. like a, almost like a cop out. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, Don't forget to watch the sequel. Yeah, you know, all of like, the, come
2: on now. All the other stuff that happened after the funeral could have just been edited to the yeah. after credit part and stuff like that. You after
0: credits, I mean? I'll be okay with after credits, but yeah. but not like the before the credits. Yeah, there, that's there, a little much.
2: Cause just some weird beats after the funeral. There's one beat where. Uh, uh, Doomsday's body is in Star Labs, and and uh, the head of Star Labs arguing with Lois. You know, once once we get uh, uh like, I'm sorry, argues with Lex. Like, oh, once we're done fixing the rocket ship, you can to blast uh, uh, Doomsday into space. I'm like, you have the Green Lantern; he could just throw him into space right now. doesn't make right. like any, any goddamn sense. And stuff like that doesn't make any goddamn sense. There are a couple of weird beats. There's a there's a there's a dinner scene between the Kent's, and and then I and like that stuff. one. I like that. No, overall. Yeah. That's great. That's fantastic. You know what I mean? It shows a side of Clark that you don't see a lot. But there's a beat where Jonathan Kent says, boy, uh, remember uh, Clark Kent's childhood friend? Uh, Pete was there. Was always visiting their house so often Oh right it's, Yeah, oh, he like he, he was gay or something Yeah
0: exactly that's, Yeah that's he, it's, an impl- it's an It's impl- an They imply But I don't know if they're actually gonna go for it I know That's, that's, a, that's a weird illusion <laughs> Jonathan Kent Are you are It's you, a weird one yeah. That's a weird one Mr. Kent Are you a homophobe Is either that or did, Was it also in, con- in con- Connection with Lana Lang I think I think oh yeah, Pete uh, Clark had a thing with Lana Lang or whatever. Right, and, that they were actually and dating Lana It's kinda of weird how Pete always came around. Maybe he's also lunatic because Pete loves Lana Lang. Yeah, oh maybe, maybe. In the comic books, right? In the comic books, Pete I Ross think so, yeah, the I think them so with yeah, Lana Lang. Yeah.
2: And was it Lana Lang that he dated in this one? I thought it was I thought it was an, another uh No, no, when when was he was Lana. still in Smallville. Okay, it was Lana, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I thought that's a that's a weird
2: beat. that's yeah,
0: the that same person I got as well, but at the same time the other one, the other yeah. explanation probably makes more sense.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: that yeah. probably makes more
2: sense. Yeah, in my head, I don't want John can to be homophobe it just it's one of things that just caught me off I was like what 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 if I was watching it by
0: myself I was like what what, what? It's, it's it's almost like like in in uh in Man of Steel where where Superman was like but but dad he, it's okay if he's gay no 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 son no no son <laughs> what the hell's going on around here if this is Zack Snyder no 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. do don't, don't go there son what else was there i like i like the whole thing where they actually acknowledge the whole new 52 where where Superman dated Wonder Woman and i like how he kind of almost asked her permission in a sense, but at the mm-hmm. same time he kind of did, mm-hmm. you know. So I did like that. I thought she based off in the next movie, yeah. But I do like that the how they, yeah. Wonder that.
2: Woman, the way she relates to Superman, the way she, then she relates to Lois Lane, the next one are all of our go highlights. The good, the, the, good, the yes, good. Yes, good. yes,
0: yes. <laughs> and then also um, the one scene that I was really hoping they didn't forget for the movie, which they did not forget in the movie, mm-hmm. which was in the comic books, was when after his death, Lois Lane shows up at. At uh Pa and Ma Yes,
2: yes. That mm-hmm. I
0: was really that was like the one thing I'm like, okay, they better keep that in because yeah. that's like a huge emotional moment in the comic books and they need to keep in the animation. And, and they did to be Yeah,
2: fair. and also Ma and Pa can't show up at the funeral to mourn the loss of their son. But right. In the in the context of you know everybody thinks you know they're mourning for Superman bands stuff like that yep. but it's it's, a, it's it's something special for them it's an intimate moment for them but they have to play it out like oh they don't know you know he's oh just, speaking he's, of which a, a how do you morning. think
0: about how they did it handle how they handled that in this one uh, Clark Kent went to wait I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if this was the Doomsday storyline or the or the Death of Superman where was Clark Kent oh. What was the explanation? It was just under rubble or something. Yes, like that? that
2: was that was a horrible one.
0: Okay, so that's 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 in this movie though, right?
2: No, no, this one is different. In the comic books, Clark Kent comes back uh, because they found him under. Under rubble, months later, months after, or well, weeks after, right? But
0: didn't they have a funeral for Clark Kent in the comic books?
2: That I don't remember.
0: I couldn't swear there was two. There was two different funerals. There was the funeral for Superman, and there was a funeral for Clark Kent.
2: That I can't honestly. Remember.
0: No, I think I think it's Batman v Superman.
2: Yeah, I think I think mixing up the two. two I think it's
0: Batman v Superman. Yeah, I, you're right because yeah. Clark Kent was still missing in the comic yeah. books, and in this one too, he was also still missing.
2: Yeah, but in right. this one, they they actually explained a little bit better. In this one, they actually they they made it they implied the fact that he had a. He got conked in the head Or something so like that That's in the comic book No In this in the movie In this con- animated movie Isn't that how they explained Clark Kent's disappearance He got conked in the head And Superman said Oh he recognized them When he was flying
0: Oh is that what it is I must, I, must have glossed over I that. think
2: that's what they implied Like Clark Kent got conked in the head During the battle He had an amnesia running, Wandering the earth Like Kane, like, uh, Kane and Kung Fu or This is the like one
0: that. thing That I will give The Doomsday Even though that wasn't That, that good of a movie mm-hmm. the, the Doomsday uh, anime movie Actually a better credit For that okay. Uh, Clark Kent was sent to Iraq or Afghanistan oh, okay. before Doomsday showed up. So when Doomsday killed Superman, and look, we haven't heard from Clark. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Lois Lane was like, "Well, people die in yeah. Afghanistan, and Iraq." It was it was that kind of a thing okay. in the Doomsday animated you know what, movie.
2: What's better than any? What's better than any of these scenarios? Maybe you just ignore it. Just do what Zack Snyder did. Just ignore the whole thing. <laughs> it can never happen. Come
0: on, him being stuck just, under rubble
2: cl- cl- is a ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ridiculous excuse. Yeah, ridiculous ridiculous excuse. yeah this one's this kind of ridiculous, but this one made a. If we had to scale it and stuff like that, the most ridiculous one is the one under under the rubble for months. For months. Fa- and, that, fa- that's, that,
0: and that's the comic book. Yeah, that's the comic book. Because this one, the time frame is definitely a lot shorter. Yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't, I don't think he was gone, he was dead that long. This is a few weeks. It was just a few, a few weeks. weeks. Oh, and, and the only other thing before we move on to Reign the Superman is uh, Bebo. I didn't like his storyline in the comic books. Don't, I don't yeah. like his storyline here either.
2: He was annoying in the Adventures <laughs> of Superman. That's the first time I was introduced to him. I never read. I don't think I've really read a comic book with him in it. So he's annoying this one too, bad.
0: He's pretty much like your like. Here's your your. Um, uh, what do what, what, what we root for? Your, his buddy,
2: his sidekick, your kid. audience he, surrogate. Yeah,
0: yeah, here's your, your character surrogate, guys. Yeah. You know, I'm like, but, no, but here's
2: my whole thing if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm Jimmy, Jimmy also, I'm like, hey, that position has been filled, okay, oh, we don't need you, man. That's my job. I'm the every man, every man off the street, friends with Superman, and stuff like that. That's his position, so like there's no reason for this bibble fisherman, and stuff yep. like that. Yep, yeah, so yeah. it's it done uh, anyway.
0: Okay, but, but yeah But either way uh, Dead Superman is uh, surprisingly good Surprisingly good uh, Surprisingly emotional at the end too With yeah. the Lois Lane and Clark Kent thing Big thumbs so, up Big thumbs up, big thumbs up And then we have Raiden Superman Yeah, what happened there? What, happened? what, happened? what happened? Well, the writers changed Not that much yeah.
2: Hear my whole thing I, I alluded to the fact that uh, They needed a female writer And this is the reason why Because the first one Like I said before There's a clear storyline for Superman You know what I mean? There's clear beats hit, You know what I mean? And in the second one What they wanted I think the, the intention was nice. The intention was to have was for her to carry the second movie, right? She'll have an arc. She'll have a story. But I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what she learned in the second one. How she grew. How she changed over the course of the second movie. It's just not there. It's just it's just bad.
0: Well, did she was she did she have a character arc? I don't think she did at That's all. What I'm saying the only character think... arc she had was that now that she knows that Clark Kent is Superman, she has to find a she has to live with the fact that hey, there's a chance that I can finally have Superman and Clark Kent yeah. alive together. She has think.
2: a plot. That's what she has. She, she doesn't has have a story. plot. She has a story. She goes from room to room. Yeah. She's chasing a story. Do you know
0: the only character that actually had a character arc here? Uh Lex Luthor? Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor. He's yeah. the only one that had a character yeah. arc. And I don't agree with it. Yeah. I don't agree. You don't end the movie with with him helping the Justice League. Yeah. Even 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 like, like Mal Reynolds was all like, like, hey, uh, who leaves the zoo? Who has the door open? Yeah.
2: The second one is just a mess. The story is just a mess. But let me, uh, let's go back to uh, Lewis Lane uh, for a second. Okay. Uh, one, I follow a lot of female journalists on, on Twitter and stuff like that. And I know for a fact one of the things that they hate the most about the way they're portrayed in mass media is they uh, female journalists use their femininity, their sexuality to get stories, you know what I mean? To get mm-hmm. scoops. And they use that. In this movie. You know what yep. I mean? They used it. And they hate that. That's one of the things that they hate the most. And when I saw it in this movie, I was like, oh, I was, I'm not even a female journalist. I was offended for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a terrible thing to to that have that story trope. It's sexist. It's, it's dead on sexist and stuff like that. You know, that's number one. Number two, just like the problem I had with Venom and the portrayal of Eddie Brock, I don't know. Do, do they know how Journalism works And stuff like that You know what I mean She's literally just walking From room to room And stuff like that You know Passing security And stuff like that I don't know that's journal She's getting elevated She's walking into lo- You know Lock You know Room So nobody it's just, That's not journalism That's yeah. not
0: That's not, uh, bra- not bra- yeah. Breaking and entering Is not yeah. journalism Yeah Because the judge Usually like, like Discounts any evidence You got from yeah. doing a crime like, So that's a <laughs>
2: Big, that's a big no no. That's a big negative on on for for this movie and stuff. And like I said, the the, the rest of the movie is just sort of a mess. It, it's her story. It's four different Superman story. It's also a Justice League story. It's also an alien invasion movie. You know what mm. I mean? It's just too much. It's they should have made this three movies because you know what I mean because I guess because it's just like it's just a mess. It's just too much, and none of it's as compelling or as interesting. As the as the first one,
0: you know? yeah. There's no actually like story point to it. There's yeah. no point to the whole mm-hmm. thing. It's just like a TV episode where, yeah. Oh, here's the next plot for the for the TV show. That's yeah. all it felt like. You know, at least that a Superman had something to say. Yeah. You know, this one had nothing to say at all. We were just watching a story play out.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and the
0: whole the whole thing about uh, Hank Hank Hankshaw yeah, getting mad at Superman. Oh, Superman didn't save me, so yeah. now I'm really mad at him. Yeah. Come on. And that's a
2: point that they had to actually. Expand on a little bit more Because I can actually see Hank Hank uh, Shaw's Point of view Because what Because what they didn't do Was show what Superman was doing At that time You know what I mean Right Because this is something That they talked about Superman has had to deal with In the comic books You know Because he's Because he can't be On 24 hours a day He's doing a lot of Different things And stuff like that But Mm. in the first movie The first Hank In the first uh, Death of Superman movie When Hank Hank Shaw Dies And his astronauts Die The next scene That they show Was Superman Training with Wonder Woman You know what I mean So I thought In the second movie They were they were explore that a little bit Like Superman would say You know what I'm sorry You know what I mean Or we'll show a different scene Where uh, he was doing something else He was uh, you know Saving earthquake victims In Guatemala Or something like that You know what I mean right. I thought they would Explore that a little bit Because that's an interesting point But, but they kind of gloss over it They kind of You know They don't acknowledge it really Because Hank Hangshaw Does have a point If you don't explore it You know what I mean, you know
0: what I mean? Well so, I'm saying They shouldn't have explored In the first place yeah. I mean how could he expect Superman to be everywhere yeah. Come on, he's kind of naive. He's yeah. not the bodyguard for the for NASA. Okay, yeah. come on.
2: Yeah, that's a good. You know that's an excellent point. How can a guy who's who's capable, of, smart enough to lead a a NASA mission into space, but naive enough to think you know the Santa Claus is going to save him? Essentially, <laughs> yeah. that's it, right? <laughs> essentially, that's what it is. That's yeah. That's it. yeah, and it's weird that dark side would rescue a guy who's about to die. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. I said, you know what, you know what, the guy who's <laughs> about to die in that comic in a comic crash and stuff, he's going to be the leader of my alien. Invasion, invasion force, yeah. you know what I mean, and also Dark Side. The portrayal of Dark Side is not very good too. Dark Side in this one is a little too emotional. The guy who portrays him speaks a little too quickly and stuff like that. Previous portrayals of uh, Dark Side. You have to speak a little bit slower. Calm
0: and calculated.
2: Calm and calculated because he's a like, God, really, and stuff yeah. like that. You know. What yeah,
0: I mean? this one he sounds like just a villain trying to take over the world. Yeah, he's like, open the portal.
2: I want the portal to be open. Like, yeah. no, I calm down, and stuff like that. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess. This is, this is a Justice League story that, that gets that gets weaved in and out. And it's just, it's, just, it's just like I said There's all the different Supermans and stuff like that There's also another scene, another scene That doesn't work Where Lex Luthor And Superboy They leave that lab And stuff like that <laughs> Oh my gosh Not yeah. one <laughs> and, the, and the other scientist Who's been blathering who's, Yeah He's getting murdered down He's there. getting murdered yeah. Superboy
0: Doesn't even like Look down and go um, should should I help him? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah I get it. You get you. You finally know that Lex Luthor's your dad. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to like just ignore somebody yeah. dying. You have you have <laughs> Superman too.
2: <laughs> Maybe the Superman part come out right now.
0: It reminded me of
2: that scene in the Man of Steel right. where Pac can't was I like going to die of a of a of a hurricane. Yes. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, I made
0: this joke earlier already. It's like
2: oh yeah. It's like <laughs> no, no, not, 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 not,
0: not, no 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 Not no no. now is <laughs> now. Now is the
2: time for you to be a step up, Superman, Superboy. Now is the time. Save that scientist guy It's like oh,
0: They had potential With the Superboy character Because I think Out of all the four Different Superman yes. Short of Hank Hanksha I guess Superboy was actually They actually Took a little bit of time Developing yeah. his character He He's having fun Being a Superman yeah. Kind of thing And then everything Just comes crashing down on him yeah. There's Ash's story arc And all that he got At the very end Oh by the way He's in Ma Kent now And like yeah. like do we not get like some kind of reunion where they go like, hey, we have like our son back kind of again. Yeah. You know, it's like, what?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of potential there because he is half Superman, half uh, Lex Luthor. He also has a media persona and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? There's some stuff you can play around with. Good. But it's just... It's just it's and just then
0: Iron was there, a steal. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. The Eradicator was kind of... Was that the same organ in the comic book too? I don't remember that at all. I, I, thought don't remember, remember. I thought the Eradicator was a bad guy in the comic books.
2: Yeah, I think Eradicator turned out to be... I think he turned out to be a bad guy.
0: You're right. And then and then and then uh the Hank Henshaw character was still the Cyborg Superman. Yeah. So there were like two bad guys pretending to be Superman. It was in a sense.
2: Yeah. I believe uh Henry Irons is true to the is comic it John book. Irons or Henry Irons? John Irons, right? After okay. the railroad guy. John Irons is true to the comic book, so's Superboy, so's Hank Hank Shaw, but not the
0: yeah, I don't forget I forgot. Yeah, the writer in this one was just a bodyguard. But then how does it explain how does it explain that Superman's bodyguard is just kill, kill, kill? Yeah. It, it what?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so the so the supercomputer is smart enough to realize Superman's almost dead. Take his body, regenerate him. But in the previous adventures of Superman, never paid attention to the fact that Superman doesn't kill, doesn't murder, and stuff like that. Right. It's like okay, okay. hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Doesn't use lethal
0: force. And, and then, and then when Superman was revived, he's like, oh, I don't have all my powers. Maybe forever. Ten minutes later. He's back to normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, fine. He, yeah, yeah, why, yeah. why write that in if you're not going to do anything with it?
2: Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah, there's no consequences. If he's powered down, there's no consequences of that during his fight with Hank Shaw. You know, he wasn't bleeding. He wasn't bro- broken bones or anything. Yep. He held his own and stuff like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, going back to the whole eradicator thing. Okay, maybe he can go go to, oh, maybe it's true to the, the Kryptonian. Maybe something Kryptonian about it makes him like a, a deadly Force. But no, the Cretonians K- 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 are known for being logical and kind of you know
0: the, they're the scientific. Yeah, um, they're not Klingons
2: or yeah. anything. Like that. You know, it's like I don't know where that rack here thing came, came out of too. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a I mess.
0: And, and if you listeners are saying, "Oh, they're they're nitpicking too much about details," well, the movie has nothing to say. It's yeah. all plot. Yeah. So we're gonna complain about the plot.
2: There's no. There's no. I guess that if you, especially when compare it to the first one, there's no message. There's no real theme. There's no, there's nothing to this. There's no substance. There's, it's all plot. It's all, it's all action. Plot, yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all flashing lights in front of you and stuff so like yeah. that. You know what I mean. The,
0: the only ongoing joke in in the movie that I like was the fact that they kept reminding people like, "Oh, Lex Luthor's a bad guy. Lex Luthor's yeah. a bad guy." Even at the end. He's still a bad guy. Why is he like giving yeah. a speech about Superman and yeah. and and then now? Oh, now he's helping the Justice League. What? <laughs> and this <laughs> one, a lot
2: of people died too. By the way, a lot of of civilians died. Man, a lot of civilians died in the last act. He
0: used mercy like as a shield. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's pretty brutal. This last one's brutal. All the ones that the Hank Hankshaw used as a as a as a portal, they all died and stuff like that. It's, it's that, pretty... that was
0: that, that was a uh, a body dysmorphia kind of scene. Yeah, like ugh.
2: yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a high, Uh High body count on this one, yeah. yeah.
0: And and I mean, I guess it's for just it's just for style because there's absolutely no reason why he needed humans to create a portal. Wasn't even explained. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know,
2: man. I don't know what's going on, man.
0: Shine said, create some cyborg humans because they need to be they need to be our portal. <laughs>
2: like, how does that make sense? Yeah. Why? Why do they have to be? I don't know. Why do they have to be like? Why did he have to create like a like a publicity thing where they, everybody has to? Support the cyber superman was why did that play into the fact that they, he needed human bodies to be portals? I don't, I don't it know. It
0: almost know. seemed like they're trying to capitalize on the last season of uh superman animated series where they're playing with the team about oh, we're supposed to fear aliens, they were trying yeah. to do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. so maybe they were trying know. to do that kind of thing.
2: I don't, the, the only couple of things that worked there was a couple, there's the beat between uh, Lois Lane and Wonder Woman. I really like, yes, I do like that one. I like that. There's a... uh green lantern had a nice little joke i think he he put he had uh something in his scope he had a couple of jokes where he said oh i can shoot him or something like that i remember the joke that the green lantern did it was pretty good uh
0: yeah they, they pretty much just used Mal Reynolds. they pretty much just used him as pretty much like the comedy uh, con, like it should have gone to Fla- where was flash was flash in this one i don't think flash was in this one was he Flash in this he one? Was, i think so he must be in this one so why was why was green lantern doing all the jokes I don't
2: know man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well,
0: maybe Flash wasn't in this one. He must have been cuz this is the, this is the Justice League. It, 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 although I I'll, I'll give them credit though. They they, were, they did find some way to remove the Justice League from the equation. Yeah. Just because if they were still in the equation, the rest of the story would not move along. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess. I don't
2: know. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's just it's a it's a letdown. It's a thumbs it down. A letdown, yeah. It's a thumbs down.
0: Yeah. And and you saw this in theaters when they released mm-hmm. the the the, the what was the crowd reaction? What was the crowd? How was the crowd? I mean, it was, was actually there- pretty good. It I think
2: full. it was. I think it's like eighty-five percent full. Oh, nice. It was a okay. five-minute, uh, five or ten-minute uh, break between movies and stuff like that. And I thought, I th- did they even need one? I mean, it's just
0: because a two and a half hour movie. when You yeah. combine to them together.
2: No, it, it's one and a half, one and a half. So it's about three
0: hours almost. Was well, it one and a half really? Yeah. So it was like one one, one It was like an hour yeah. twenty minutes. I remember. I remember the reaction being mostly
2: positive. Uh, you know. I remember mostly positive. The People around me lo- seemed to like it and stuff like that. My nephew liked it and stuff like that. Well, the
0: second, the second movie was very much just fan service. And yeah, mine was, my was, reaction was It was just battling to your typical superhero crowd, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
2: it wasn't very good. I, I did not like the second one at, at all and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff, it
0: was disappointing. It, at best, it was just okay for me. No, nah, I was just okay.
2: I would, yeah. I, I I don't think I'd even go for okay. It's Like I said, the thing with Lois thing is really, really offensive and stuff like that. It's okay. really, really sexism. I would I would, I, thumbs down for me for the
0: second one. Okay yeah. Full on time then. Alright mm-hmm. well there you go uh, Dead of Superman Yay Reno's Ray- the Superman Nay Nay that, I don't know what happened It's a, yeah.
2: it's a real shame Because it's really It's a really I know mis- what opp- happened
0: They changed the writers Yeah it's a, mis-
2: <laughs> op- it's a really big misopportunity opportunity And stuff like that mm-hmm. Too much story Too much plot The characterization of Lois was just, was just terrible And stuff like that It's
0: the exact reason Why I gave up On the DC animated movies Ever since um, uh, They did Flashpoint <laughs> Oh okay. Yeah. It, after that, I thought it would kind of it kind of started going downhill in terms of like storytelling. It was yeah. just very plot driven. They had nothing to say for any of the movies. It's
2: to me, they're very much hit and miss. Like the Batman sixty six. There's a couple of them that were really good. The Killing Joke obviously is just terrible.
0: Yeah, but but those I, are well, the Killing Joke. But Batman sixty six was not... I that was well, it was separate from the the fifty yeah. two, the U fifty two yeah. stuff, the U fifty two stuff in the movies. I just yeah. did
2: not like. I saw one recently, the one with Batwoman, Bat. Bad blood? That's
0: before. That's before that, isn't it?
2: I don't know where it go. I don't know where any of the the Batman ones were not
0: bad. The I think the Batman ones are, are entertaining just, for the what they were. I was about to say,
2: uh, bad blood uh, with Batwoman is very good. Yeah, Actually, red, the Red I, Hood I one is pretty good too. Yes, that one's pretty good too. Yeah, 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 it's good. But yeah, it can be hit and miss and so far.
0: Yeah, the the Justice League ones, I guess, are the ones that I just don't. I'm not. Fighting too good. Yeah,
2: they're me. Hit- I remember. I didn't like the Atlantis one. I thought it was really bad. I didn't even see that because I didn't like the previous yeah, it was one. Yeah, bad one.
0: The, what was the previous one? Was that the invasion? Was that the other invasion one? It could be. I don't. I quit know. after Flashpoint. After yeah. Flashpoint, I kind of gave up. Yeah. Because I didn't like. I didn't like Flashpoint. Yeah. And I, at least not the way it was portrayed in, in this one. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, well, you know. there has been uh, spoilers, please, and the stuff and junk show, yeah which yeah. is part. Oh, episode two twenty one. Yes. Of the stuff and junk show, which is part of the Who What where Network.